Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, I'm going to share with you how a freight broker can set up his own, his or her own shipper packet. Now, a shipper packet is a packet of information that allows you as the broker to share your information with the shipper, but it also allows the shipper to share relevant and important information with you that is germane and important to starting to do business with them. Okay. So this is, this is some of the formal paperwork that needs to be done and shared in order for everybody to feel comfortable in doing business with one another. So today I'm actually going to share my desktop and see if I can uh, see if that's going to work for me. Let me see if I can get this thing shared here. I'll try to share my desktop. This is a this is a freight broker packet. This is a customer packet by a freight broker called Companion Logistics. Now, this is a packet that I found online. I do not know this person. I went online. I searched for shipper packet uh, PDF, and I found a whole variety of different freight brokers that were out there. I wanted to show you an actual live packet, something that was was used being used day to day to actually build a brokerage. I went through a bunch and I thought this was a really good example of a customer packet, otherwise known as a shipper packet. So we're going to walk through this. Um, there are eight different elements to this. All right. Um, the first one is kind of the intro. This is kind of the welcome page. Um, but we're going to scroll through here real quick after the welcome page. Uh, or after the cover page, I should say, is the welcome page. This is just a quick welcome message that shows what is in the packet, uh, some basic accounting contact information, as well as the things that they need to do. These, It says, please complete and return these forms, which is the customer profile, the customer broker agreement. Please keep these for your record, which is their operating authority, their certificate of insurance, certificate of, of bond, the W-9, and uh, our NOA and EFT instructions, which we'll go into. Okay. So that's the welcome page. That's page number one of your shipper packet. Page number two, and these could be in any order. This is just an example. Okay. Page number two is a customer profile sheet. This is where the shipper fills out the information about the company. They start with their date, then they have their company name, address, phone number, contact name and phone number, and then the uh, accounting person or the AP contacts phone number, if different than the contact above. Very important that you make sure you confirm that you have the proper billing ad, not only the company address, but the actual billing address and the billing contact for your shipper. Okay. Really important because if they go to the wrong address, the bills are going to get lost or not paid. Okay. So that's another important part. And then when we, the next part that is included in this packet is the broker shipper contract, right? So the broker customer transportation agreement or the broker shipper agreement. Um, this agreement varies. Every company has their own version of this agreement, but ultimately it's the, it's basically, uh, there's two ways that this will work. You will either provide your own agreement as a broker or the shipper will have their own broker customer agreement. Typically, if the shipper has their own, you're going to have to sign theirs. You're going to have to review theirs, agree to their terms or negotiate the terms and sign them, or you're going to use your own. Now, those are that. that's the next step, right? So first we had the welcome page, which is the intro. Second, we had the customer profile. Third is this broker customer broker shipper agreement. So you can see here, this is a multi-page agreement uh, that goes into all the who's, why's, and wherefores of doing business together as a broker and a shipper. 
And the next page you see here is actually their broker authority. You can see this is Companion Logistics Corporation's broker authority. It includes their MC number. It's actually the document from the U U.S. Department of Transportation, Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, and it proves that they are a broker. They have their broker authority. Here's their service date and the basic information about them. That's proof of having a broker authority. The next thing we're going to include in the pack is a insurance certificate. So this is a certificate of liability insurance. So typically most brokers are going to have, have general liability. Some shippers are actually going to require it. It's not a must legally, but in most cases when you're doing business with another business, they're going to want to have some form of general liability policy. Um, you can get this from a local broker, but this is a certificate of liability uh, or certificate of insurance for liability. Okay. You can see here, it talks about the coverage, which really isn't germane to this. They also have the same insurance company um, that's doing their contingent cargo. And they also have a contingent liability, po auto liability policy, which again, contingent cargo and liability are fully optional. They're not required for freight brokers, but this freight broker has done this probably because they had at least one shipper or more that are requiring it. But again, it's not required in order to get your broker authority. So this is a certificate of insurance. That's a next component, right? The next component in here is a, it's, a, it's an another certificate of insurance um, that shows their FMCSA surety bond. So it's proof of a surety bond. It sh and shows that they have a surety bond. You can see the date. Uh, you can see the policy number. You can see the date. Um, when it was issued, right? And you can see the amount, right? So that's just an example of a of proof of your surety bond, whether that be a certificate of insurance or some sort of a one-page document validating that you have your actual broker uh, surety bond, okay? So that's proof of that. And then there's a W-9. Now, a W-9 is a request for taxpayer identification number and certification. What this means, this is where you as the broker are going to complete this information the name and address of your business, as well as your EIN, your employer identification number, and you are going to provide that to the shipper, to the customer. They need that for their records um, for accounting purposes. So whenever two businesses do, to, do business together, um, what happens is the person that is the actual person that's paying, the, the, that's providing the service will actually provide this completed W-9 and this W-9 is typically signed by one of the, you know, one of the officers or owner of the corporation and it shares the information for the customer's tax purposes, okay? So you're going to need to have a completed W-9. You can download this W-9 offline from the IRS website. Uh, and then the next part is if you're a new broker, in a lot of cases, you are going to be factoring your invoices. So you can see here where this broker uh, has included a notice of assignment of accounts. And it talks about the fact that they're using Triumph Business Capital. Whoever you're using, uh, it doesn't matter what factoring company you're using, they just happen to be using Triumph. And it shows a notice of assignment and it has all the details about that notice of assignment. Uh, and then on the next page, it talks about incoming ACH wire ETF instructions. It's got instructions as it relates to Triumph Business Capital and wiring and bank information. Okay, this is important because obviously what's going to end up happening is the shippers are actually, in the case of factoring, the shippers are actually going to be paying your factoring company. They're not going to be sending the checks to you, right? Because again, that's part of how the partnership uh, with factoring companies work, right? I don't want to get down into details there. 
And so that's the basic framework. That's really simple. But what I want you to understand is this. If you were to look at 10 different shipper packets from 10 different freight brokers, it might look slightly different. Typically, they're all going to have a welcomer and intro page, right? Which gives some instruction and puts a little bit of context to what it what this document is. And then they're going to include some sort of a customer profile. And they're typically going to have some sort of a broker shipper agreement. And then after that, again, the order of which you get, you're going to see these in different packets is going to vary. You're going to show, uh, you know, your broker authority, proof of your broker authority, proof of insurance, proof of your broker bond, um, a W-9. And then if you are doing factoring, it's typically going to be a notice of assignment. If you're not doing factoring, it will probably be a credit application, which would be a one-page credit app where they would fill out that basic information because in that case, you're act as the broker going to be doing your own credit and risk management. You're going to be running credit on them. You're going to be assessing the risk of credit and doing all that with, if you're working with a factoring company, then they're actually going to be doing all that work, which is a huge time saver uh, for you as well. So I hope that makes sense. That's a, that's a basic layout of how, uh, how the actual uh, freight broker shipper packet works. So I gave you the basic fundamentals of how you need to lay that out, including like a little welcome intro page, a customer profile, broker shipper agreement, broker authority, insurance cert, proof of, uh, of uh, your surety bond, a completed and signed W-9 by the broker, and then a factoring assignment um, and or if you're doing your own credit, then a credit app. And that's the basic fundamentals. You can put that together very simply, very easily. Uh, what I recommend, if you guys want to look at um, at different shipper broker packet, you know, shipper broker packets, you can simply go to Google, type in shipper broker packet or shipper packet PDF, and they'll pull up a whole list of them in Google. And you can actually review all of these real brokers, brokers that are actually doing business live. Um, rather than me just putting together a fake one, right, that has XYZ logistics on it, you can actually see a live broker packet that they have for shippers that they use when they're setting up new customers. And I thought that might be really helpful. Um, so you guys can check that out on Google. Again, you can rewatch this video as I walk through that example of a shipper packet, but it's going to be an important step that you're going to have to do. It's very simple. It's not very complex. You're going to want to have that in the form of a PDF typically, right? Or a Word doc of some sort. Typically PDF is what you're going to be, uh, is one of the most um, well-known, you know, digital types of files that you'll be attaching to emails and, and, um, and sending links through. So, so you'll probably want to put that in a PDF format, which is exactly the format that I just showed you. So I hope that helped you again today. We went over how freight brokers can set up their own shipper packet and some of the important elements that you would want to include in that packet. So if you're curious about becoming a freight broker, freight agent, go to freight broker. Oops, I just fumbled my pen. Go to freightbrokerbootcamp.com. Make sure you check it out. Been in business over a decade, trained over 8,000 brokers and have a 60 day, 100% money back guarantee. If you're not happy for whatever reason, I'll send your money back. I don't need it. I don't want it if you're not happy. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.